Did y'all see uh, Shawn Michaels broke everyone's heart when he revealed that the WWE offered him to be AJ's opponent for WrestleMania and he turned it down? Wow, I didn't see that. Why would you tell everyone that? Yeah, Why don't just keep no, that to yourself? Yeah, there's no reason to mention that at all. Wow. Oh, that would have been so great. <laughs> uh, instead, we get Shane and AJ. Hey, what's good, folks? It's your boy, the Bowman, 12L, once again, coming with another special edition of the Slam Bro Show. You're joining us for the 26th edition of Slam Bros, and this time we're covering WrestleMania 33 in beautiful Orlando, Florida. Joining me, as always, is Illa. Illa, what's good? What's going on? Bowman, the fanatic, Illa YC, the skeptic, checking in. This time we're going to be joined by the almighty Mega Ren as we cover the, the wrestling happenings for WrestleMania. What, what, what number of WrestleMania is this? 33? Something like that? Okay. Yeah. We got Mega Ren here for uh, the Slam Bros Mania, so we got to give him the proper intro. Coming in at 200 pounds, he is undefeated in Jeopardy. You know him the world over. The man with the rhymes, the man with the plan, none other, with the full charge buster shot, Mega Ran. <laughs> hey, what's going on, y'all? Um, that was a great intro, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, welcome back. Uh, it's always uh, uh, great to have you back here. Um, you're in Florida for WrestleMania. There's a lot of wrestling this uh, weekend, so uh, enjoy yourself. Stay safe out there Indeed. and enjoy some wrestling. Indeed, I'm I'm exp- I'm ready for wrestling overload, which is <laughs> bound to happen this week. So, uh, so bring it on, you know. All right, so yo, let's let's uh, let's tackle this WrestleMania card. Let's get straight to it. So, the kickoff show, which is I don't know, 17 hours this year, <laughs> maybe maybe more. I don't know. Maybe. So the kickoff show, um, we're gonna have the Andre the giant memorial battle royal it's on the kickoff show not everyone has been announced for this this match yet it's also called the jobber battle royal um <laughs> names currently it's the i need a check battle royal <laughs> i'm on a roster but i'm not good enough and wwe didn't have enough faith in me to put me in my own match battle royal now hold on there's some names in there which for reasons are in there so I'm we have card and wwe <laughs> doesn't have enough faith in me to give me my own match but i still need that money okay <laughs> all right yo there's some names in there all right so we have mojo raleigh apollo cruz big show kurt hawkins gold Deft, r truth epico and primo curtis axel it's the name you haven't heard in a while a uh, hard body ginger mahal Bo Dallas, Braun Strowman, um, I think Tyler Breeze and Fandango, hmm. and maybe some other people. I don't know. I don't know. So I missed Raw. Did uh? So did Sami Zayn was he able to make it into this thing or? or y- not? Yes, yes. I forgot. Good old Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn did get a W uh, this week on Raw. Okay. Get the win. So he made it in. We need um, like but a- also. Something right there. Some dun, 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 dun. Like, <laughs> something for finally getting a W. <laughs> and um, unfortunately, because Big Show, his match with Shaq was canceled because Shaq, Shaq, whatever. Um, he's now in this royal, this battle royal, excuse me. And Braun Strowman is in this battle royal because all his hard work over the last uh, four months is being paid off for being in the job of battle royal. So. Mm-hmm. Wait, Me wait, personally, yeah. Strowman is in this. Yes. Okay, then that's who was winning. Okay, so that's over. <laughs> I didn't even no, realize he was in it. But go ahead. I'm this sorry. is yeah. This is new look Big Show. You know, instead of doing like Big Show versus Strowman at Mania, I get. I mean, like as soon as the Shaq Max got canceled, they should have just done Big Show Strowman two at Mania. Right. Both guys would have been had something to do, and I think everyone would have been excited to see that match because the first match was dope. That Raw match was dope that he had. It was. But I think Illa is correct. There's only two possible winners of this uh, of this battle royal. It's either Strowman or Big Show. 
So I guess the more interesting prediction would be, uh, what other names not already included do you think are going to show up in the Battle Royale? Well, I'm hoping that uh, uh, Dolph Ziggler makes an appearance because I don't see him anywhere on the card. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if he's hurt or what, but I'd like to see him. I'd like to see Luke Harper in there. Um, yeah. But, you know, but honestly, I feel like a name that isn't mentioned could mess around and win it. But I feel like they can't waste all the work they put into Strowman and have him look like a punk in this match. Now, does Hacksaw Jim Duggett, does he show up in this, <laughs> what, this name, what name is that you were saying, nigga? Uh, no, no, no. I, I, Hacksaw Jim Duggan is uh, yeah. quite a quite a <laughs> quite a reach, but uh, <laughs> dude, it's up there. I don't know. Um, that's that's interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like I would like to see Big Show go out with a W, you know. But as far as somebody who hasn't appeared, like I would like to see Harper just because I like his work and Dolph. I would like to see because I like his work as well. So. They need a check too. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. That's okay. all it is. It's the just a check match. The just a check battle royal. <laughs> okay. Also on the pre-show, the kickoff show, the YouTube show, whatever they're calling it now, is the um the SmackDown Women's title match featuring all available women champion Alexa Bliss versus Mickey James versus Carmella versus uh Natty versus Becky Lynch versus Naomi. Yes, Naomi showed up on SmackDown tonight to uh, this, and everyone, everyone, even the people at SmackDown were thinking like, "Why are you showing up now? Why not show up at Mania where the pop would have been huge?" <sighs> but I guess because the match is on the pre-show card before um, the Citrus Bowl will even be filled, <laughs> you know, I guess I figured the pop wouldn't be as what. So yeah, Naomi's back. She's in it. Um, oh, she's in it. Okay. Uh, wow. Yeah, I missed SmackDown today. I was traveling, but that's good to know. Um, you know, I was hoping for Naomi to have a big moment at, uh, at Mania, but, uh, that might've just ruined that. I don't know, man. Overall, I've been a little bit upset with the lackluster buildup of most of these matches. And, uh, I was just talking to one of my homies about it. It doesn't feel like Mania season. Most of these matches have either been a really, really super slow build or let's throw these two together and these four and these six together and just see what they happens. They really, yeah, they did. They threw these matches together at, after Royal Rumble. So Royal Rumble happened. We had all these months of storylines culminating at the Royal Rumble and then the WrestleMania card just kind of popped out and it was just like this random like conjiggering of like matches and everyone was like, the hell is this? And yeah. they committed to it. They they committed. They they stayed with it. It's like I've never been able to telegraph the Mania main event so well or the Mania matches from Royal Rumble as well as I have been this year. This is kind of crazy. Yeah, but I mean, with, with Mania, it's, a, it's 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 twofold. The stars are different. Like when wrestling when wrestling was white hot with Stone Cold with The Rock with whatever. They had so many guys who could be the top guy. You know, I mean, there was a time when you had Angle, Brock, Rock, Triple H, um, you know, Undertaker, Kane. Like, any of them could have held the strap. And Mankind, and you would have been cool with it, you know. You, and you knew it was, yeah. like, a, lo- a reasonable thing. But now, yeah. in, this, in this age of PG and Cena, it's just not the same. I mean, like, everybody right now is really getting what I call the, the struggle pop. You know, <laughs> it's okay, like we're cheering, we're cheering you because you're here, but if somebody else came, you know, they can really get it. It's just like we just cheering you because you here, you out here. I pay my money. All right, Seth Rollins, but, you know, you aren't on the level of Triple H or somebody else. And Triple H is a low end dude, you know, by and far. He, he he talks himself up to be way better than what he was. But, I mean, come on. Foley, Rock, Stone Cold, Angle. I mean, all these people, they were like, you know, the ones who really... Well, Triple H is in there. I, I can't I can't toss them under the bus like that. But oh, now, yeah. we're on a, we're on the low end of that, where it's like Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton. Nobody really gives a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, that's part of what it is. It's just like, we're, we're still, you know, people still like wrestling, and a new generation is getting into it, but it's just like... You just getting that struggle pop that yeah you're here 
But have Kurt Angle come out. Have Stone Cold. Have The Rock. Where that shit explodes. Mm. You know what I mean? And nobody gets that explosion pop. Like, it's just, hey, Roman Reigns. We hate There's you. a few people. There's a few people that get that There's pop. A few. I mean, like, AJ Styles gets that pop. Yeah, AJ still gets love, like, big time. Uh, I'm looking at this list, and I mean, Kevin Owens gets a good pop. Jericho's got a good pop. I think Jericho's up, also up in that class, you know? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. You know. Jericho's one of those guys. Is it time? Oh, yeah, we should probably go through these matches. But Yeah, hold on. So, hold on. Let's, let's, let's finish this. All right, so, ladies' match. That's how, this is how pre-show is. This ladies' match. Naomi gets her strap back in Orlando? She has to, man. She has to. Wait, but hold on. WWE has this, like, ongoing tradition that you lose in your hometown. You know nice. what? She loses <laughs> at Mania. She wins it at Raw. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, because uh, Raw is Amway. Oh, or so. SmackDown, rather. She'll get it at SmackDown. That's also at Amway, I think. Yeah, so if it's at Amway, that's just across the street from um, Camper War Stadium now, a.k.a. the Citrus Bowl. So, um, yeah, all right. I think that's what they do. I think they flip-flop it. She takes the L on on Mania just to get it on SmackDown. Okay. All right. Yeah, I see that. All right. Next Next match on the uh, the undercard, the pre-show card, is... Uh, they just they just add the stipulation apparently today. It's gonna be a ladder match for the Raw Tag Team Titles: Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus Enzo Amore and Big Cass versus Sheamus and Cesaro. Wow, they we have a ladder match. Just added a ladder, like let's just yeah. put it in the ladder. Yeah. <sighs> so, okay. Yeah. So apparently on Raw, um, the club started beating down people with two by fours and ladders, mm. and so they just added the stipulation. You know, I guess context. Okay, all right. Um, uh, I feel like it's it's probably finally time to let Enzo and Cass get a little taste of gold. This might be the moment for them. Um, I wouldn't be mad though if the Good Brothers held on a little longer. Yeah. Uh, I think they've been great champs. Um, they're finally allowed to be funny. Um, they're really really good guys on the mic. Um, so I don't know, but I honestly think I think at some point you gotta give the fans what they want at Mania, and that'll be the the one match that they give them what they want. It'll be Enzo and Gas. My thing is, is Enzo going to hurt himself? Because now we got you know this man can't even get out the ring with the ropes without like getting a concussion, and now we <laughs> want to put him on a ladder. No, good. Yeah, <laughs> he won't walk out of there. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Nah, I, I gotta give that the co-signature. I think Enzo and uh, Big Cass will finally get the straps um, because of shenanigans. But and you know, you, Enzo finally has a weapon he can use to kind of um, equalize things. You know, so he doesn't have the little man's complex because they uh-huh. always trash him. But I also, I still feel like Bullet Club is neutered in WWE, and I don't think they're really at the level they were. You know, and. So it's kind of like I like them, but they're very generic. Uh, they have a very generic kind of feel to them. And oh. so it's it's kind of, it's like WWE is just not for them. You know what I mean? Like It's like you remember all them. the stuff they did in Japan. Your brain remembers that Japan stuff and how awesome it was. Yeah. It just seems like their edge is a little dull. And like now it's like they're they're coasting off rep, getting a little older, and cashing them checks. You know, but... um. Mm-hmm. I like Enzo and Big Cass. Um, I don't know if WWE would really back them. I think it would be a great win. I think that would get a huge ovation because those cats get love. I mean, you know, I love their entry music. I, I just hate that it's always cut so short by uh, mm-hmm. Enzo yapping. So, you know, I think it's their time to shine. What say you, Bowman? Who's getting it? Uh, you know what? I, 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 too, want the Good Brothers. I do want the Good Brothers to hold those belts because you know they've been they've been taking a beating, um, but I just I don't see Enzo and Big Cass winning this match just because I just I feel like he's gonna die on that ladder. That's just me personally. <laughs> it's, God, he's gonna die on this ladder. And then I think we, we haven't even said like Cesaro is in this match. He's in a ladder match. This is gonna be amazing mm-hmm. if they have. He's gonna he's gonna steal the show just to lose because. Cesaro stays losing, so but I have to agree. Your logic is sound, both of you guys. I think Enzo and Big Cass 
Um, they win these belts, even though secretly, not even secretly, obviously, Enzo's not a good person. He sexually harasses every woman at work, well, shows up naked, and, you know, he's just going for the cheap pop. And, and he knows how to spell for real. He <laughs> legit knows how to spell. He's just acting a fool like he don't know how to spell soft. He knows what's up. <laughs> he knows what's up. Yeah, he's a fraud. fraud. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> the first level. I mean, you make some good points, though. I, I, you know, especially about the injury thing. Like, that's a legit concern, I'm sure, of them, where it's like, can we put the straps on these guys and can Enzo live, you know? So, I don't know. That is a good thing to think about. And um, I don't know. I definitely look forward to Cesaro shining in this match. That's for sure. All right, last match on the pre-show card that we know of. We recorded this earlier in the week, and, you know, it's 17 hours now. There's a lot of time to spill. Yeah. <laughs> might add some things. Is the WWE Cruiserweight title, Neville versus Austin Aries. Oh, man. I was talking about this match. I think this is going to be a great match. Um, Neville. no one's going to see. No one's going <laughs> to. Unfortunately, it's a shame that this is going to be to a, a, a third full arena. Because Neville's been been doing his thing, Austin Aries is great. He's so over. Uh, I feel like uh, Neville's got to do this. He's got to win this. Uh, but I look forward to these two going at it a lot more, and uh, hopefully, maybe even into the next pay per view, and uh, getting them another match. But you know, yeah. Mega, I I appreciate WWE's restraint with this feud. Like these two have not touched each other in the ring outside of that first, like you know. Um, interview segment they haven't done any like matches they haven't done like the whole like variations of the match where they tag in with someone random and then you know they fight each other like they've kept them apart and they've built both up to be strong like neville gets to win aries gets to win you know so i I like that so when we get this match it's gonna be something special like we haven't seen it before yeah i agree but i think neville what do you 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 pick never yeah uh who wins inside the purple ropes i think neville's got it um, he's got to continue his King of the Cruiserweights gimmick. I think this is going to be a good match. Uh, Austin is going to, you know, I think this is the start of a good feud, actually. So I think this is going to carry beyond Mania. Um, I, 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 I see Neville holding the strap until SummerSlam, at the very least, and really kind of, you know, elevating the belts, elevating the uh, Cruiserweight Championship. But I think this is going to be, like, the, the start of it. I think the stuff he did at uh, the last pay-per-view with Gallagher was really good. And really strong, and I think that now they're going to really have a good spotlight on it with these two talents in the ring. But I think Neville's going to retain. Uh, yeah, I I think um, you guys make some strong points. I think Austin, he's that you know elder statesman. He's got that uh, that Ring of Honor funk on him, and he's just kind of here, just you know, make the other guys look good. Uh, I mean, like yo, he's you can tell like he's miles ahead of everyone like in that division, like uh, ring wise, just the way he moves in the ring, and then also on the mic. You know, just him being on commentary has just been like, like, why didn't they just let him be out in Raw the entire night? Like, this man, he puts over the wrestlers. He puts over himself. He's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. You know? Great. Um. So, it's just, it's just, you know, I think he's going to, he's going to, it's going to be a, a dope match and no one's going to see. So, I think that's uh, three of us for Neville, for the king. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the pre-show. There's 17 hours of it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mania card proper. As we know of, who knows? Something might get bumped. Um, okay, let's get this out of the way. John Cena and Nikki Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. I guess the real question here, the only question that needs to be answered is, does John Cena propose to Nikki Bella at the end of this match? Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. There's, um, they couldn't have telegraphed this any better. I feel like it would be cool if he does something like slick where he's like, Nicole, I have a question for you. And then he's like, would you like to have sushi tonight? Ha, ha, ha. something crazy. Like, and then, and then he does it or something wild like that. But, uh, yeah, I, I, it's pretty clear that that's what's going down, which makes me think, is this something that they both agreed to write into this way back? Like, yo, we're going to do this. We're just pretending like we're not doing it, but we are going to get married. And so let's do it in the ring. I don't know. But it's kind of funny. As a guy who did propose on, like, a big stage type of moment, I wonder, like, Nikki has to know it's coming, too. Like, so that completely takes the surprise out of everything, you know? 
Right, yeah. Oh, this is a, a corporate, such a corporate like marriage proposal. Yeah, like maybe he did it already in in private, and they were like, "Oh, well, let's just do it again in the ring." You know what I mean? I don't know. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like the way John Cena, I don't watch Total Bellas, but the way he's been described on the show is he's very like averse to marriage. Apparently, his first marriage he had a bad breakup, so he's kind of paranoid about marriage since. Mm-hmm. And so now it just seems like Vince was like, rawr, 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 rawr. we're going to have like 80,000 people out there. You need to go propose to that girl. I'll make big money. It's going to be like Macho Man and Elizabeth all over again. Cena, go get married, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, I mean, like, you know, it's, it's 2017. People don't have to get married anymore. It's not like a shame. Like, I'm not going to shame John Cena if if he has, you know, a baby out of wedlock with like Nikki Bella. Like, right. I'm not going to shame him, you know? Nah. nah. Yo, oh, no. yeah, that love fest, yeah, fuck John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this this bullshit go to the toilet ass match. Um, I mean, Look, given the all Miz has the, been killing it. The Miz has been killing it, and given all the stellar work he's done, just to be a tool to lose to Cena and Nikki, so they can have that WrestleMania moment and you know do the engagement bullshit, man. It's just, yeah. but you know. I mean, and, it, and what it's like, Mega was saying, it's so telegraphed. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. for it to go the way it goes, it, it would be cool if they walk off. I, it wouldn't be cool at all. What the fuck am I talking about? It, it's no way this shit is cool. This shit is <laughs> terrible. It's no way to make this shit cool. <laughs> fuck John Cena. Oh, God. Fuck him as a staff, a record label, and as a fucking crew. And if you want to be down with John Cena, then fuck you too. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, men stay winning, you know. What yeah. I'm saying? And that's just what it is, you know. This, yeah, Miz, he's one of the scariest few. He made me watch SmackDown again, man. Like that's what made me turn on, made SmackDown Live can't miss TV. So, yeah, it is a little sucky to see him and get kind of used like this. And uh, I don't know, man. It's it's not not what I was expecting, but. Here we are. Okay, so moving up the card, the first match involving a party that probably should have been arrested by the police for attempted murder. Uh, Baron Corbin versus Dean Ambrose for the WWE International uh, title. And, excuse me, Intercontinental title. What am I talking about here? International. I'm making up titles now. Man, All right, uh, might as well I, make up one. <laughs> Dean does it. I almost forgot Dean had this title. So, uh, honestly, yeah. <laughs> it is... Uh, I feel like Corbin's got to win this, man. I think they've been behind him for a long time. They've been pushing him. He deserves it. Um, you know, I wasn't a fan of him, but I, I've started to warm up to him. And I don't know. I I don't like Dean Ambrose as a champion at all. I like him as a chaser, but he is not a good champion in my opinion. So, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. And he has the most, like, meaningless, like forgettable title runs like in history him him having the intercontinental title i completely forgot it was there uh he had the u.s title before that same thing like he almost like he broke a record like he had it for the longest time he had it for a year but he only defended it like twice right like this dude has the most Dean Ambrose. yeah yeah what the fuck yeah he had it for a year yeah he had it for like a year solid and then some change and he only defended like twice Right, this is when he was with the Shield, so all they were doing yeah. was triple threat, you know, six man tags and stuff. It was kind of ridiculous. So see, yeah, see, I I like Dean. Um, I think this is going to be the coronation of Baron Corbin. I mean, they 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 definitely been behind him, and they're going to get the belt, the strap off of uh Dean. I like him as a character. I think they how they write him as a champion kind of is middling. Mm-hmm. Um, but. As in and of himself, I like Dean. I really like when I went to see SmackDown Live and to see his interaction, see his interplay. I really, you know, really liked him even more. But I liked his character before that. But they definitely just don't do anything with him. And then the idea of him being kind of this crazy, insane, unpredictable dude—it's just never carried far enough, you know. Um, If you're gonna do it, you got to do like some Mick Foley, like thumbtack matches. You got to do some crazy shit, and you got to really put yourself out there. In a way that it seems like I do not want to be in a match with this dude because I don't know what can happen. Whereas that's not what it comes across with Dean. Dean just comes off like, 
you know, a dude with a receding hairline and a leather jacket trying to be cool. You know, and so they call him the Ambrew. You know what I mean? So it's like, you got to do more with him. Baron Corbin, though, he can, he can go in a ring. Um, his promo game is okay. You know, I just, I, I like him and I like his character, but it's no no real win in this for WWE unless they have somebody on deck that can really, he can really fuel with and really elevate him. And even as a chaser, like Dean is cool, but beyond that, who do they really have that, you know, he can kind of, Go go uh, have some solid matches with Athamania. So uh, it looks like it'll probably be Dolph again or somebody. No, know? it'll be Apollo Cruz or Apollo Cruz. <laughs> you know, Solomon Benjamin will be back later this year. So I mean, that's, shout out to that's the affirmative action crew in WWE, Apollo <laughs> Cruz. Uh, <laughs> getting those <laughs> checks, him and Titus, Darren Young, getting <laughs> those checks for doing jack shit. Hey. <laughs> Yo, Darren Young's on the on the injury list right now. Uh, Ella, building off your point, I think the Mick Foley thing is Mick Foley's character also showed his humanity. You know, there were aspects of the character that we got to connect outside of his craziness, and we've never seen that not once with Dean Ambrose, where he's you know we know he's dating Renee Young. Outside of that, like there's really nothing else to latch on to. Like, all right, yeah, he's crazy, but like, what else is redeeming about him? You know. He's zany. Zaniness isn't really something I want to lack on to. Yeah. That's the thing. It's, it's who are the classic? Look at the classic characters who, from even from George Animal Steel, Mick Foley, um, Jake the Snake. Like these are the people who were like dangerous. You know, they had that edge to them. Like Jake the Snake had a same as Dean DDT, and that snake. And Jake's Jake's. His whole uh, gimmick was simple. He came, He's coming down with that bag. He's going to kick your ass. He's going to drop you on your head. You know, but he just had an edge to him of danger. And Dean doesn't have that. He just has the, I'm trying to be cool guy. You know, <laughs> and he's slight and he's decent enough where you're like, I don't mind him trying to be the trying to be cool guy. But, you know, he, he didn't come across as a total lame. But his whole persona that he's trying to lay out there. We don't believe you. You need more people. And that's his problem. It's like he has to, you know, he's never, he just hasn't had a signature few um, where you really could back him or you really thought, okay, this dude really has a shot. You know, he kind of, he, he he's, he's positioned as an also ran, you know, um, but he's like a, like normally we talk about mid card. He's like a low, he's like, he's like the mid card of the, of the heavyweight class. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like the low end. You know, a bottom feeder. And that's the problem. Like, they really need to do more with him. And he needs to be edgier and, and add an element of danger to his character. And until he does that, he's just going to be just like this. And a re- reaction and response is going to be the same. Yeah. Do you think he's kind of handicapped by the, you know, PG era where he can't do all the thumbtacks and crazy stuff? Uh, I, I think so. But, like, I don't know if that's something he would actually want to work. I, well... Cause he does. Oh, he was from. He was from uh P uh PZW man. He used to do those crazy uh, blood. He did crazy. He did crazy stuff. Like, and that's yeah. what I'm thinking. But that's what I'm thinking. I was thinking about the elimination chamber because I, I want to say he dove off the top of one of those pods. Like so, I think he has it in him to do it. But if he doesn't, you know, that's the thing. Like get get some a fucking two by four and wrap it in barbed wire and go ape shit on somebody. You know, <laughs> he, he needs to like do that. That's shit. not PZ. That's not. And the PZ. problem is. <laughs> and, you know, and he needs some blood, you know, and that's that's the problem. He just it's a different era. And I think Dean would probably have worked in a, in that bygone era as like the greaser character. But yeah, I don't know. What's next? All right, so we got we got Corbin. All right, so moving up, we got the Raw's woman title match in an elimination match. We got Bailey versus Charlotte Flair. Oh, they're not calling her Flair anymore. Versus Charlotte versus Nia Jax versus Sasha Banks. Uh, this match where there's no likable killer heroes or villains. Mm. Who wins this? Bailey's turning to a cheater. Charlotte, Charlotte. Nia Jax is Nia Jax, and Sasha Banks is secretly a heel. So, it's no one to root for in this match. No. Um, shit. I don't know about you. I mean, I know what I'm rooting for. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> I like Sasha. It's only a couple ways this can go. Um, for, for, from my perspective, I think, you know, Sasha's going to betray Bailey and she'll get the win. I think, because it's going to be an elimination match. 
So it's either going to be um, they team up and give you the Nia first, and then it's Charlotte, right. yeah. Charlotte, Sasha, uh, Bailey. In which case they'll then eliminate Charlotte, and it becomes down Sasha and Bailey. And uh, or if it's the three of them, I think it would. I think they would. I think Sasha would eliminate Bailey, leaving her and Charlotte to go at it, and she would betray her, and she'd come up with the title, um, and establish herself firmly as a heel. Um, the other thing I could see is Nia Jax coming out on top. Those would be the best two options. Bailey retaining. Bailey has been a milk and toast champ, and they've not done well by her. Um, she she's a struggle champion, you know. <laughs> just I mean, and that's just they're giving her the Dean Ambrose treatment, the Rey Mysterio treatment, you know, with her title run because it's clear that the people behind the scenes would rather the strap be on Charlotte or Sasha Banks. Um, but Nia's been getting a solid push. It's just that I don't know if it's Nia's time yet. That would be the only hold back, hold, you know, thing holding uh, Nia back. To put it back on Charlotte, WWE would do that as a safety move, but by the same token, it's been done. It's kind of tired. You know, I, I just don't want to see the belt on Charlotte right now. Like, Charlotte needs to go somewhere and kind of chill. She needs to feud with somebody else. Um, yeah. And Bailey, yeah, I just don't need to see this anymore. Yeah, they could use this match to set up a couple different other things. Maybe uh, Dana Brooke cost Charlotte her shot in this match or something and then they have a thing and then she's out of the title picture for a minute uh, honestly I could see Sasha winning like on some trying something sneaky but then being like oh I didn't mean to I'm still your friend you know that kind of thing and then they get a rematch the next pay-per-view I think uh, payback is in San Jose is in Bailey's hometown so I think Bailey holds on and then she loses next month in her hometown Yep, because you gotta lose in your hometown. Yep. <laughs> yep. Nah, I just definitely see they're gonna do the um they're gonna turn Sasha full heel with the betrayal. It's the Bailey character, like they it's like once Bailey got pulled up to the main roster, they completely forgot all the work that happened to her character in NXT. She's supposed to be the honest one, the one that wouldn't take shortcuts, wouldn't cheat, it's always gonna do the right. And she learned to grow in confidence. They bring her up to the main roster, she starts cheating to win and she's like oh whatever w's a w and she still kind of presents herself as like the timid little girl anymore like once you like once you beat like uh naya jackson san antonio in front of like you know twelve thousand people like you can't be timid anymore you know once you do like an hour-long iron match with uh sasha banks you, you can't be timid and once you get your face kicked in by oscar you're not timid anymore so like it's like she's reversed as a character yeah. and so um you know, I think even taking the strap off her isn't gonna probably solve these these things because raw is raw. They they just like characters aren't their strong suit. No. But I think I think um I think the Sasha story that you guys have come up with uh, makes a little bit sense. Uh, Bailey might win out of shenanigans and then lose in her hometown. That's that's a viable option. And then Sasha, you know what? I I think they're gonna probably put it on Charlotte because they clearly don't want that title on Sasha. She's not getting these pay per view Ws. Uh, Nia. She is the Rock's cousin, but they don't. They forgot that she's the Rock's cousin. You know, she's, you know, so uh, once they figure that out, she'll get the belt. So I think they're, I think Ella, they're gonna go with the, the safe option. So we're kind of split on this. So yeah, okay. the only thing we decided that Nia is not winning. <laughs> See, <laughs> no, 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 no. I think, I think, I think Nia or Sasha is walking away with the belt. I, I think so one of those I, options is gonna play out. I, I think they're gonna, they're gonna put the strap on Charlotte. They're gonna go safe. All right. They're gonna, I'm gonna save. Okay, so the non-sanctioned match between Triple H and Seth Rollins. Uh, latest rumors was that if Seth wasn't medically cleared, H's opponent was gonna be Finn Balor. So chew on that. But Seth Rollins is back. Uh, Crossfist Jesus. Does he get his revenge on Triple H? Uh, he finally now these last couple of weeks they've actually fully turned Seth Rollins' baby face. Like, because here's the thing. When he came back earlier, he was still a jerk. He was still being an asshole. He was still being, you know, making fun of people. He wasn't a good guy. There wasn't really much to cheer for him outside of, like, he was fighting other heels, and that doesn't make a good baby face. Like, this week on Raw, Seth Rollins said something that I don't think no one would have a problem with. He's like, you know what, Triple H, I don't want to be your lack anymore. Like, I woke up and I didn't like who I was. I used to like myself. I liked myself before I got involved with you, Triple H. And that's what I'm fighting for, you know? 
Um, so they've turned this into like a redemption story. And now Seth Rollins is like a good guy. He recognizes that he was an ass, that he sold out for the money, that, you know, he did bad things. And now he's not, you know, he, he's trying to prove to himself that he's not that asshole anymore, you know, yeah. and that's something you can get invested in. I agree. Uh, I still don't think he's winning this match, though. Uh, <laughs> um, Triple H is, I, I'm hoping the rumors of this new evolution esque stable happens oh. like with KO, oh. Joe, and, and maybe Valor, you know, yeah. and, and they all just completely just roll on Seth and destroy him. Like, I wouldn't be mad at that at all. <laughs> I wouldn't, you know, Mega, the one thing too is I think it really completes Seth Rollins' babyface turn. He's got to drop the pedigree. Like the pedigree is the symbol of Triple H, you know. Yeah. You're not gonna like. You're not gonna repurpose the word. You're not gonna take it back. You're not gonna. We're gonna take back the pedigree and give it to the people. Like no. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> so what? He has to come up with a new move. He has to like. He needs, he needs a new finish. He needs a new finish. All right. So uh, he he comes out. He does a new move. But that's the thing. We won't know if it's his finisher, you know? <laughs> like, what? The Phoenix Splash. Oh, yeah. He hasn't hit the Phoenix Splash yet to win a pay-per-view. WrestleMania, CrossFit Jesus, finally hits the Phoenix Splash. Oh, Orlando goes crazy, gets the okay. W. Okay. But then he doesn't get the W because Smojo comes out and breaks his leg again. Yes. That's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> I think that um, Triple H is going to do the job and allow Seth to win. But by the same token, I think that Monday is going to be a Monday Night Raw is going to be when Finn Baylor makes his return and puts Seth ass on the rack. Because um, initially, initially, I thought Finn was going to come out and there's going to be shenanigans. Uh, but I could see, um, I think Samoa Joe may run in and clobber Seth. That was it, my initial thoughts. Or he'd have some kind of interference in the match and Seth would kind of, you know, that'd be a false finish with him and Triple H. But I still think Seth is going to come out with a win. And I think the shenanigans are going to actually happen on Monday Night Raw when he's on there talking about it and, you know, doing the recap. And then I think Finn Balor is going to come up and set up, you know, and Finn, Finn will be the, uh, a heel uh, in this instance and come back for his revenge. But, I'll, well, I know the fans will cheer, cheer Finn, so that could play out really interesting. It could play out badly. It completely backfire. You know, we just, like you mentioned, we just got Seth as a full babyface. So... To go and take the guy that everyone loves, Finn Balor, turn him heel, you know, might might backfire for Seth, you know. I feel like Finn will still get a bigger pop for everything yeah. he does. Oh, I that totally face agree. Face. Yeah. Totally agree. So, I don't know. Plus, I've had friends tell me, like, oh, they won't turn Finn heel. He's, he's like their ambassador, you know what I mean? He's like they're setting him up for the future kind of thing. And it's like, I don't know. If another guy who whose match we'll mention later, I'm sure. Yeah. If, if this other guy turns, <laughs> I feel like one or the other. It can't be both. All right, let's probably yo. Let's before Mega. While we still have you, let's get to the most important match of the night: Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho yeah. for United States Championship. Oh, this is gonna burn it down. This is definitely a match of the card. They better give these guys at least a half an hour. I would be. Bro, they better. I would be so happy with that. This is like the only match on the card that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it's the only one. Uh, man, they're going to burn it down. Uh, KO is going to win, but I feel like for him to win, the, for this to end the right way, he has to send Jericho out on the stretcher. You know, like completely incapacitate him to the point where the fans are like, no, we don't like this. No, you know, KO has to go back to being the ruthless heel that he's always been. And I think that that if that happens in a thirty minute match, I'm totally fine with it. Yeah, that'd be dope. I mean, it's just amazing to see like Jericho is just watching Jericho. He's just an expert at what he does. He's got the audience in the palm of his hand. All his catchphrases are just like got people just like it. The list, stupid <laughs> idiot. You know, like and that's the thing that's so sad is that Jericho has done a job for hacks like. Fan Brizo, friend, friend, what's Whatever. Who cares? But he's done a job for for them, only to have an excellent match with you know this, this opponent and Kevin Owens, where we know Jericho's gonna lose. I mean, he's gonna do the job because they gotta build up the future, which is Kevin Owens. But it's like 
damn, you know, this is the one where he's like, you want to see Jericho win. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He has compelling storyline reasons, and he just his character's just been on fire. So, yeah. you know, I would I would love for Jericho to actually win the match and they carry it, you know, through the summer into SummerSlam. But I doubt that's gonna happen. I think uh definitely Kevin Owens is gonna get the win. If they do go that route, it does need to be like a brutal beatdown and really uh-huh. reestablish Kevin Owens as a, a, a monster heel in his own right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think Jericho's going out on tour with Fozzie again. Yeah, he's uh, going on he tour. wants to take another break, so this is the way to do it. He has to get completely, like, bludgeoned. And uh, and it's you, like you're right. This is the one where we feel like, man, he, he needs to win this one. Like, we really want him to get this redemption. And uh, But no, nah, it'll leave the door open for a return later. And uh, while KO is, you know, propelled back into the into the stratosphere. Okay, and um, I think we got it. Uh, KO wins his match. Jericho loses on a tre- stretcher, and uh, Orlando cries the death of friendship for the second time <laughs> in 2017. <laughs> um, all right, this next match: How hard is Roman Reigns going to get booed out the building versus the Undertaker? That is a question here. Oh boy, um, this is going to be pretty bad. Uh. I'm just hoping that Roman kind of uh, either acknowledges it or doesn't. I don't want it. I don't want this midway like, oh, what? I'm I'm still the man, you know, kind of thing. I don't want him to be like, well, I don't like you either, that kind of thing. But this is just gonna be. This is I I can't believe they would set him up in this way to go out like this. I know at this point, Taker probably doesn't do a lot of things that he doesn't want to do. So I feel like Taker wanted this match as well, and uh, I still don't understand it. Um, it's like, what did this start over? Like, you eliminating me at the Royal Rumble? Like, really? How many dudes has The Undertaker eliminated? Like, they didn't lead to WrestleMania matches. Like, I don't know. It's a little silly, um, but I, I, I actually feel bad for Roman, man. Roman can move, and he has to pretty much carry Taker. Like, I don't know how well he can move or work. But he has to pretty much carry him in this match. So I don't envy Roman at this Well, show. you also have to remember that Roman was the one who eliminated Taker in the Royal Rumble match. So that's what right. sets the precedent for the, uh, the, the Mania match. Right. Um, okay, so is that, is that really a reason to, to have a match three months later? Like, oh, you, you threw me out the ring? What? How dare you? Normally... Normally it happens in between at the following pay-per-view, but it's happened before. I mean, there's precedence for it. So, right. but, um, I'm not looking forward to this match uh, because I don't think we're, we're, we're getting past his prime Undertaker, you know? And like the uh-huh. gut's back, you know, he's a little slow. It's like we aren't getting that take. Taker should have just hung it up, you know, a couple years back. Uh, actually, after he lost to Lesnar. Yeah. Um, he should have just hung it up. Because he had the great matches with Triple H, the great matches with Shawn Michaels, and then to end the streak with Lesnar, that just that should have just been it. But, Yo, don't don't count CM Punk out there. Don't do like WWE. Uh, <laughs> when did he have a match? He had a match with CM Punk before or after Lesnar? Um, that was before. Before. Okay, cool. That's a good match. Everything, everything after losing to Lesnar is just a wash to me. I forget who he wrestled, but I don't know. Bray Wyatt. Yeah, like it's just dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? And he he had, he had old man swole going on for a while. You know what I'm saying? He had like the muscle gut, you know, and his <laughs> die job was good. He was moving around, you know. Now it's like, come on, man, you gotta wear the wigs, the die job ain't no point. You know, you got you got good good back. It's just like, come on. Take <laughs> yeah, it's it's sad now. He's kind of like killing his legacy, one match at a time now, and it's like, I don't know. Well, I do think. Uh, I think Roman has to beat him, though, right? I think that's what has to happen, right? And solidify his role as a heel. And solidify his ownership of the yard. (laughs) (laughs) But see, I just... It's like, I I, I would love to see that happen. As much as I'm like... Because Roman, in the right situations, can give you a decent match. And the way they're trying to play him right now is like they're considering him a, a heel. He gets a heel reaction. But they don't want to identify him as a heel. 
you know, and that's what's been going on with a lot of the Sean Waltman interview and Triple H interviews and different things where they talk about that, where it's like he's getting that heel reaction response. So then what, this is in 1980, 1990. Why do we need to turn him heel, quote unquote, you know? And um, But they aren't playing him in the way that that works because they're saying people hate him anyway. So I, I think it would solidify that, but because he's not full on bad guy, I just don't think it'll have the impact that they that they want. You know, you'll just hate him the same as you hated him before. You know, right? I don't think much will happen. Now he just re- happened to retire the Undertaker now too. So, um, Mega, we got three more matches on the card. All right, let's do it. Think you might make it? All right, let's let's do it. Here's the match. We're calling it because Shawn Michaels hates you. AJ Styles versus Shane McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I was not looking forward to this match, but. I pretty much love everything AJ does. Um, I feel like Shane's going to jump off some high things, and, uh, and AJ's <laughs> going to win. Uh, that's right, right. So the thing is, all right, you know, Styles is probably walking out. This. He's, he's arguably one of the greatest professional wrestlers working right now. So the question is, what does Shane McMahon do to almost kill himself in front of his children this year? Oh, man. Well, he already did the elbow thing on SmackDown last week. Uh, so he's got to go crazier at this point. I guess once we see the setup of the of the stage and the <laughs> the what they do, then we can be like, oh yeah, he's climbing on that. <laughs> so if the palm trees make it back around the ring, we're gonna be like, all right, he's climbing the trees. <laughs> yeah, he's jumping off something and he's losing. Next match. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, all right, let me compose myself. All right. Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton for the WWE title. Oh, man. I I don't know what to expect here. I feel like this is one where the crowd's going to be a little bit confused and torn, too. Uh, I mean, I love Bray as a champ. I would love to see him continue. I think Randy will give anybody a good match. So this should be a good match. Might be some shenanigans. Might be the return of uh, Eric Rowan and and Luke Mm. Harper. I think a cool twist would be is that those guys come out and align themselves with Orton, and then they screw Bray Wyatt. Mm. Mm. That actually is a cool scenario. <laughs> the Orton family. That right. would be if dope. The Orton family. Like, that'd be cool. That actually would be dope. Because going in, I'm thinking, until you said those words to me, I was like, this is Bray Wyatt all the way. But <laughs> that would be a cool twist. It's just, I don't know that WWE has it in them. Nah, I don't know. Um, but Bray is so over, though, as a face. And, and, and I think Randy can go either way so easily. That, And I feel like as, as dope as I think Luke Harper is, he's not fully over. So I think maybe that it could work. It could work. But I, it, it would take some guts to pull the trigger on something like that. But I don't know. Okay, so um, I think Bray Wyatt, I think Bray Wyatt's keeping his belt for a little bit because they have to solidify him as like you know a top threat. Um, he needs more wins in his pocket, especially on pay-per-views. Um, Mega, what you said earlier that um, Randy Orton can get a dope match out of anyone. Randy Orton can get a dope match out of anyone when he's interested, when he wants to have the yes, match. correct. Because a couple of weeks ago, his match with Baron Corbin was actually pretty dope. Um, you know, they were they were working off of uh, countering each other. His match with AJ Styles was pretty dope, too wasn't your standard like Randy Orton match, but then again, you're wrestling AJ Styles, best wrestler in the world, so AJ's going to make you work something different. Uh, so, uh, this match with Shenanigans, I don't know, I don't know, maybe Eric, Eric, uh, no, not, is it, it's Eric Harper, no, no, no. Uh, Luke Harper is, Luke, uh, Eric, yeah, I almost said Eric Young, but nope, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's uh, NXT. Um, Eric <laughs> Rowan, excuse me, there we go. If he comes back, uh, apparently Bray Wyatt has been very adamant in his interviews these last couple of weeks. He wants Bo Dallas in the Wyatt family. The most logical member of the Wyatt family who's never been in the Wyatt family. I think that would be an interesting twist. It, it makes so much sense. Um, but they'd have to do some kind of switch because he's on Raw, right? Man, Stephanie McMahon's firing every, everyone anyway, so like, he <laughs> could easily get a contract hired. You know, Shane McMahon had a concussion. He just signed the contract right there. He didn't know what he signed it. They dropped the ball with Bo Dallas, though. I mean, that Bo Leave yeah. thing was something. 
Oh, it was so over, man. Ugh. He should have been, I mean, and I like what they did with Heath Slater, but that could have been Bo, and it should have been Bo. I don't know. Like him going back and forth on every show, like, you got to Bo leave. Like, they, they could have totally pulled that off with him. Well, it, convincing, Bo had that p- political spiel anyway, so it's just like a cult, I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I think Believe can actually be really creepy in the Wyatt context, too, you know? Like, <laughs> Believe! And then, you know, the lights go out. <laughs> yeah. That could be dope. That's, that's crazy. Okay, and Ella, what do you got there? The WWE Universal title match between Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. Man. Oh, yeah. Uh, so... Paul Heyman was hyping this matchup. He got himself so hype, he started uh, speaking to Jewish on Monday. <laughs> started reading Goldberg his last rites in Jewish because <laughs> he was he was he was so hype. Um, uh, wait, I don't want I don't mean to correct you on your show, but uh, I guess that would be in like Hebrew then, right? I think it's is, 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 is it is the language? Maybe. I I, I oh. guess it, it would be. <laughs> I don't want to say it wrong. I think it's Kiddish. I think you say Yiddish. 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 Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the right. old ancient um, Hebrew, still read at bar uh, bar mitzvahs and uh, Jewish uh, events. So, yeah, Paul Heyman was just doing his Paul Heyman thing. I guess the big belt. The, we know that Goldberg's contract's up, so we know he's he's losing his belt. the The speculation on this match is: How does he lose his belt? Does um. Brock Lesnar beat him in 30 seconds. Is it like a 15 minute beatdown? Is it a 10 minute beatdown? Is it a hoss fight? Like, how does this go? There's speculations that Goldberg can't move anymore. He's uh, he's he's 50. Um, he's 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 got as Illa would say, Goldberg is that old man built. You know, I mean, I'm not gonna step to Goldberg. He's got mobility. I wouldn't step to him. He's gonna give you three minutes of, of fury. I, I don't know. I mean, he, he's my cousin's boy, so I gotta see. I gotta ask him to see uh, if, if Goldberg can still move. But it doesn't matter. Brock Lesnar is walking away with the belt and the W. That's all that matters in the end. I don't care if it's the Fury of the F5. I don't care if he takes him to Suplex City. I don't care if it's a 30-second match or a 15-minute match as long as Brock Lesnar gets the W in the end. That's all that matters. That's it. Uh, so what I, I think- want to see, I, I would hope it's not a 30-second match, but who knows. I would love to see Goldberg just be like, look, this is the last match, probably the last match you're ever going to wrestle in. Give me a good match, you know, and they and he just goes all out. You know what I mean? And Or Wait. even if Brock just gives them like 25 suplexes, like I'll be okay with that too. Goldberg doesn't really give good match. I mean, if he's not <laughs> if he's not squashing you, I've never in the entirety of my career heard somebody reminisce about that great Goldberg match. No, because no. Goldberg is what Goldberg is. I think this match is simply it's gonna start off like another squash where he's gonna either hit the spear or he's gonna miss it. And I think that's the the main thing because the jackhammer just is not coming. But he's gonna hit the spear, probably hit the uh 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 the ring post, mm-hmm. and then you know it, it proceeds from there. Because so, as long as if, if if Brock if if that first spear doesn't go down, we, we know where, how, which way the match is going. Right. What so. if or or what if he just takes that spear and then Brock you know and then jackhammer and then Brock kicks out, goes crazy, rah, and then just starts suplexing Goldberg around the ring. I, I, I think that's the possibility because they've they've sold they positioned Goldberg's spear as like Brock's kryptonite. Every time he gets hit with that spear, like Brock is done, and he sold it on Monday too. Yeah. Uh, Illa, um, Goldberg has two matches. Okay, one against Sting and one against DDP. Ah, the DDP match, yes, classic. And you see what you had to do there. <laughs> you see what you had to do. <laughs> <laughs> you see how how deep in the well in archive you had to go down. You had to drop down the, the, the shaft of the well. You had to crawl on your hands and knees with a flashlight over rocks and gravel, trying to dig up those two Goldberg matches. <laughs> That's what you had to do. Right there. 
Oh, Look, man. I don't um, know, what, 200 and 0 before he lost? <laughs> the number's inflated. The number's it's not a real number. <laughs> it's not a real number. Goldberg's entry lasts longer than all of his matches. Hmm. Yo, mean, the entry's going to be dope. The entry's going to be how many cops are going to have? Goldberg's, have like 50 cops? Goldberg's entry <laughs> has lasted longer than at least 16 of his matches. Like 16 Bro, of his know. matches combined. His, <laughs> his one entry has lasted Come on, come on, son! I'm telling you, he's saving it all for this match. This, this go. he's got, he's got to show his kid that he, he's, you know, he's, the he's better. Twenty minute classic is going down. Look, twenty. Nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Right? <laughs> but, no, but I, was, I will say I just, this: I just had oh. visions of Brock Lesnar smirking at Goldberg's kid and winking at his wife. That's what I just like. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. In a faraway time, far away in some unknown wrestling promotion, which we have no knowledge of, at one point in time, Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe fought in a cage in kind of a shoot fight. Now, mind you, Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe are much better than Goldberg's ever been. Yeah. But what part of made that fight so uh, great was its kind of visceralness and its kind of real feeling to it. So even if Goldberg kind of did a little of that, because he knows, like, jujitsu, but I think everyone knows jujitsu, mm-hmm. right? Like, so even they brought a little of that, like, because Goldberg was supposed to be, like, you know, a fake MMA guy. So if they bring a little bit of that to the, the Brock fight. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. What they should have did is announced that this would be in an octagon right right before the yeah. match. Like, oh, big change. It's going down in an octagon. And but, then they just pretend a UFC-style fight. <laughs> but you know what I really could see happening is Goldberg winning. No, he's... yo. Okay, so I, I heard this that. crazy. I heard this crazy, crazy scenario that won't happen. Is that Kevin Owens demands his rematch before his Jericho match, or maybe even after? He's just feeling himself so crazy. He demands his rematch versus Goldberg before Brock fights Goldberg. So Kevin Owens gets two matches that day, loses to Goldberg, and then Goldberg goes on and lose because he's already beat up. That that's uh that's crazy. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, but, but let's remember now, Kevin Owens didn't get a rematch. Like uh, he did the not only way rematch. that works if Goldberg beats Owens. Is up and Owens gets up and attacks Goldberg, beats the shit out of him, and Brock comes down. Uh, uh, and Brock comes down while Goldberg is all fucked. And then, or he gets like maybe he gets added to the match, like oh you're right, he does deserve his rematch, triple threat now or something crazy. I mean, even in, in that scenario where you know Goldberg goes for the spear on Brock and throws Kevin Owens in the way. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. I mean, that uh-huh. would be. These are interesting, you know, interesting. fan fiction scenarios. Thinking of ways to make this last longer. <laughs> like, I feel like if they somehow made it an interesting story and involved Kevin Owens, they could extend this. You know, extend. I mean, they they they've made it. Paul Heyman has made it interesting. The thing of it is, is that. Are they just going to end it with, well, Goldberg's just Brock's kryptonite, and he just is able to beat your ass all the time, you know, and Goldberg walks off laughing. Ha! <laughs> or are they going to actually give Brock, you know, his 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 moment back? So uh, He needs it back. Like, he's been completely punked this entire year from Goldberg. Like, and he's going to be around. Goldberg's not. So I feel yeah. like Brock needs it back. Like, yeah, at but, this point. but real life, Brock doesn't care. As long as that check cashes, <laughs> right? You know you're right. Brock, Brock doesn't give a shit. He he lose to Goldberg. Storyline, Brock. I mean, they're friends, so I mean, they don't mind jobbing each other. But storyline, Brock needs this because now he looks like a punk. You know, he comes back and gets beaten thirty seconds, like every time. Got to make Roman Reigns look strong next year, and beating Brock Lesnar that's going to get him over. So I think that's the move. Brock holds the title for most of this year. And then we get we get Roman and Brock next year. Oh, you just made me sad. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so that's oh, that's the card. Yo, folks, tell oh, us. Oh no, who- we're forgetting Braun Strowman and Brock. That would be the way to go. So that's not happening though. Nah, you're making me sad again. I'm 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 just. <laughs> it's not me. That's Vince. He doesn't like you. 
I wouldn't mind seeing He likes a big guy, but I don't know. Braun will get at least one title run. He will. He will. Yeah, he will. All right, folks. Uh, yo, tell us in the comments, what match are you most excited for at WrestleMania? Uh, let us know, uh, either on Twitter or in on the SoundCloud. Uh, if you are heading to Orlando this weekend, I tell everyone, uh, stay safe. Um, if you're drinking, uh, give someone else the keys. I know you're going to be drinking a lot. It's wrestling. Um, you know, get an Uber. Do what you got to do. Um, buy a Sunplast if you're in Florida. You know, that, that 407. Um, it's a lot easier to travel when you actually have, like, the auto tolls. I'll tell you that much. Go to Publix. Sure. Get you a sandwich. Get you a good sandwich. Anything <laughs> at the deli you can get. So, it's all good. And I just, you know, have a and, good time. And come to my show. I got a show Friday night. Matt Mania, The Revenge. It's going down on 31st. Myself, Smoke Dizza, Thurston Howell Third, IQ, E-Turn. So many amazing musicians from Orlando and beyond. And video game tournaments and giveaways all going down at the social come through oh that is that is right your boy bowman is actually going to be at ring of honor on friday night ah, um where? yo where can i get tickets for your show mega oh they can get that at the social.org or on my site megaran.com slash shows now let me tell you the social is one of the the dopest venues in orlando to go see a show great space great acoustics um they got booze too uh so (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah yo head to the social i'm telling you i'm telling that's a good that's a good venue um and if you're a listener and you're out there for mania definitely uh hashtag slam bros mania in your pics on instagram uh on twitter you know we can retweet them and see you know see how you living for wrestlemania weekend all right outside of uh seeing you the social friday night uh, Megaran, where can the folks find you on the internet and beyond? Oh man, Megaran.com or on Twitter for most uh, most updates. Megaran. It looks like Meg Ryan when it's really close together, but it's not. It's Megaran. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, appreciate it, uh, folks. We got something special for you coming up, um, and we'll be right back. Hey, folks, we are back. Mania Weekend is upon us, and we want to thank you guys, the listeners, the the fans, the fan bros of the Slam Bros. Uh, we've been doing this show about a year now. Uh, you know, actually a little bit longer. But uh, the, the WrestleMania episode was uh, last year was what kind of got us uh, pitched to do this thing in like bi-weekly. And so if it wasn't for you guys, the listeners, we wouldn't be bringing you podcasts every other week. So we want to take this time to shout out the fans. Right, we're shouting out you, the people, the good people. So that's you, DJ Little T, for holding it down in the comments every week. Shout out to you, Latissa C. Thank you so much for listening, Stan O'Mac. Thanks for seeing you every week on the SoundCloud. Shout out to the Red Baron. Shout out to Just Def. Just Jeff. Just Jeff. <laughs> Brandon J. Yo, Diana Laura. Shout out to you. EB Gamer, what's up? Shout out. Yo, the Illus Rican. We see you on Twitter. We see you on the SoundCloud. Shout out to you. Biz J, always getting busy with the Slam Bros. Yo, Buddha, shout out to you. Always so disrespectful. Never referring to him as the Miz. Always Mike from the real world. Shout Yo, out to Buddha. Buddha is that dude. Because his mic for the real world is flames. <laughs> word, word. Yo, shout out to Triple underscore D. Triple D. What up? Yo, shout out to the Corner Pod. Shout out to uh, Kel Dasmi and Andreas Haley. Andreas Hale. Andreas. And- Andreas Hale. Shout out to the Kosan, the family. Shout out to Black Dynamite JC. What up? Yo, shout out to T Call. We're going to get you on here, fam. It's a schedule. We're going to get you on here one day. Shout out to Aurelie. Seeing you on the SoundCloud. What's good? Shout out to Erica the Blurred. Yo, shout out to Dio. See you every week. What's good, fam? Oh, Marakia, a.k.a. Miss Reimer. Yeah, big shout out to you. Yo, shout out to Mr. Ron P. What's good? And a big shout out to Omega Jackson. Yo, shout out to Keeping It Real. What's good, homie? And of course, you cannot forget the real console, 
always, always showing love and hitting your boys up at the Slam Bros Pod. Always. Shout out to Real Console. Shout out to the brilliance proper. Shout out to you. And last but not least, shout out to you, Calibri. Respect, word, life, and love to all the Slam Bros. Thank you for the continued support. Thank you for the tweets. We got to get this Instagram popping. And we got some other moves we're making in 2017. So just, just keep rocking with your boys. Holler at your man at LOYC. Uh, where else Holler can they find you at? At Charlie and Champ on Twitter. At Charlie and the Champ at gmail.com. Uh, Charlie and the Champ IG. You know, of course, I, I, I pop up on Twitter every now and again. And YC the Champ on Instagram. Of course, you can always catch us at Slam Bros Pod um, in the Twitterverse. What about you, Bowman? How can the people reach out and touch you? <laughs> rub on your head a little bit. And if you want to reach out and touch Bowman, you can find me in the pool swimming these laps. Uh, but if you can't float, you can find me on Twitter at Bowman12L. On Instagram, Bowman12L. No spaces. Um, you can also find me. Where else can you find me? You can find me on Twitch, RCQ underscore the deli. You can find me there. You can also find me at the Slam Rose Pod. We live tweet uh, most wrestling events. And uh, yeah, man, find me on the internet. So appreciate y'all. Enjoy your mania. Stay safe.